what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Do you disagree? <laughs> okay, you know, moving on, moving on. Like, well, make it bother. <laughs> like a little like a cracked out T-bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's got that black hair. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. Thanks for tuning in. It is the holiday week. Jeanette is off work, but has taken the time to join us and talk about all things. Well, you know, Jeanette, I'm just going to tell you, today we're talking about love, talking about all kinds of things love. Are are you in the loving mood today, Jeanette? I'm always in the loving mood. It's nice to talk about good things. It is. All, all of my stuff that I came across today is is in in the tune of love. You know, it's Thanksgiving week right now, um, you know, which obviously doesn't always equate to love, but it is about being thankful and family and things, which is love, right? So that, that works. But, you know, we'll get that out of the way. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Moose, who's our producer. I'm thankful for The Mesh. I'm thankful for all of our good listeners. And so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, And hopefully you aren't listening to this in the closet, like hiding from your family while while you've uh, got family in town or something. But if you are, then enjoy and drink up. So I'm going to dive right in because I am dying to tell you this. I don't know why. I feel the need to tell this, but it just has struck a chord with me and I can't stop thinking about it. And I hope I don't start crying during this darn show. Okay. So I know. Okay. So this is just, I don't, this is the dumbest thing. It's so funny. So how much do you know about an octopus? Do you know anything about octopus? (laughs) I mean, I think the basics. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) I'm not like a scholar of the octopi. Okay. Well, well, me neither. Right. But so um, as if, if anybody listens and or cares, whatever, I have a 16 year old daughter, right? So um, she is currently taking zoology and school and it's one of her classes and she came home the other day and told me that they're, they were learning about these, you know, about octopus, octopi, whatever. I don't really know the the proper terminology, but, um, she, she starts tearing up while she's talking to me about this octopus that she's learned about. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, what, what is going on? What's wrong? Like what's happening? So I don't know, um, you know, and I've, I've since done a little research because I've been curious, first of all, to make sure that my kid's actually paying attention in class and that she's not just making this up and like telling me or telling me the wrong information. But so she's like, all right, mom, you know, I know this sounds weird, but, you know, the teacher essentially started class the other day by saying, does anybody know how an octopus mates? You know, and she's like, Clearly, nobody in the classroom like raised their hand. Like, That's not one of the basics I learned. 
Nobody, nobody's sitting around with that information as a 16 year old. Right. Um, but they learned that an octopus, a male octopus has like an external sack of sperm, if you will. Okay. And to put it all in layman's terms, he essentially comes up and like stabs the, the, the female octopus with it and like jabs it into a certain part of her that is where it's supposed to. And, and like inserts it that way, like with one of his eight arms or whatever, like jabs her with it. Right. Like a sneak attack. And then no, no, no. The male group of octopi have done a performance for the female side of things. And the males have done a performance and then the females are watching and they select who they want based on the performance. Like they do like a dance. Oh, like a synchronized dance. So they all know the routine. Yes. It's like an octopus boy band. (laughs) It's, it is. It's what I would like to think. It was probably like the Dancing with the Stars live performance thing I went to see. (laughs) Maybe. Their shirts were off for the mating dance. Lots of legs flying around, stuff like that. Like, maybe, right? So, yeah, that's how, that's how um, females find out the male that they want to mate with. Okay. okay? Um, so, you know how like penguins are kind of known, like they find their specific mate, they mate for their life. Yeah. Like that's that type of thing. Right. Well, this is like a female octopus actually selects the male octopus based off of a like performance that they do. And the male octopus is then selected. Okay. Then he stabs her with this sack. Right. Okay. Then the male, after he has stabbed her with this, he goes and dies. What? Okay. Has, has performed his duties and now dies. Okay. Female octopus then matures the eggs, releases the eggs when they are mature enough, right? After they are released, she watches the eggs until they hatch, like hatch, I say hatch, but like our, uh, uh, you know, the baby octopus come out. Okay. And as soon as each one of the eggs have matured and the oct- baby octopus has come out, she then dies. What? She only lives long enough to make sure her babies are born. But her body is so exhausted from raising and growing these babies that she is so exhausted, she dies from it. So all the all the octopus we see in the ocean are orphans? Yes. This is very sad. It's sad, but yet somewhat beautiful that this female is like, all she does, it, it, like her... Her purpose in life is to 
choose a man based on a dance and then grow something and 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 live long enough to see it live make sure that it survives and then die so what's the maturity rate of like how long does it take these eggs to hatch i don't know so their her body just knows my eggs have hatched i will now go into my corner of the ocean and die and i'm done i mean they care that when i looked it up it actually says because they care for their eggs so diligently that they never leave the nest, not even to eat, oh. that when the eggs finally hatch, she dies of exhaustion and starvation. But in the process of doing so, she leaves the nest for the final try, final time, drawing predators away from the babies. Oh, that's very sad. Oh, I mean, so her death is like... She could be eaten. She could be too, but she doesn't care because she's so tired. And I'm like, same girl, like <laughs> raising babies and stuff. Like, it's from as you're talking about this, I have that Kevin Bacon movie from the 80s and that song Apron Strings. <laughs> like, do you remember the what? scene? What is the um, she's having a baby? Do you remember she's that having a baby. Yeah. Wasn't there a song called Apron Strings or something where she, when she goes into labor and she's having complications? Oh, it's, play this it's Woman's song, Work. A Woman's Worth. A Woman's Worth. Yeah. 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 Um, it's by the same woman that sang the Stranger Things um, reboot, Kate Bush. Oh, is it? Okay. We know that song that became popular again like a couple years ago. Um, yeah. Running up that hill. <laughs> I sing that song at least once a month. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same lady. Kate Bush okay. sings that. But yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's like she's just so exhausted. Like I just, I know something about that's so beautiful, right? Okay, so so this whole story, like my daughter's telling me this, and I'm just, we're both just like, oh my gosh, like oh, she's like, that's so sad. I'm like, I know. She's like, but you know, the teacher was like talking about like, isn't that like kind of beautiful? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And so to follow this up, they kind of finished this this portion of the lesson and stuff. And so there's apparently a documentary on Netflix right now that is about a man who comes to, um, like he lives on the coast and he dives. And so he goes out into the ocean all the time and is doing like video and photography and stuff. And, um, one day he comes across like a, an octopus and he's, sees it a couple days in a row and the octopus is very scared of him, but he, um, um, does a little bit of research and finds out about like how smart an octopus actually is like octopus, um, can learn people like they can, they can actually have hate and likeness. Like they can choose to not like somebody. And they can do multiplication, by the way. They can do math. What? I know. I don't, I don't really know how they figured that out, but that's what the internet said. So it's got to be true, it's right? It's got to be true. Yeah. But so my daughter's texting me during this movie. And she's like, oh my gosh, mom, I'm watching this movie. It's about this octopus. 
you know, and, and this man like befriends her. Like, I can't, I, I've got to tell you about it. Okay. So she comes home and tells me and they only get to a certain part of it. You know, essentially the, the you know, spoiler alert, if anybody's watching the documentary, I'm sorry if I'm going to spoil it right now for you. Jeanette does not care about spoilers. So I can always I tell care. her. I'm going to go find it. Yes. So he goes every day and sees this same octopus and tries to befriend her as in become um, so that she can come out and be comfortable around him because he wants to get good photos and stuff mm-hmm. and gets to the point where she starts to recognize him. And she um, one day, like he actually reaches his hand out and she puts one of her hands out and like, like grabs onto his hand, like suctions it and stuff. And so they like go swimming together and stuff. But one day he dropped one of his camera lenses by accident and it like hit the ocean floor and it scared her. And so it took like two weeks for him to regain her trust and things. And so he's explaining how he had to do all this stuff to like regain her trust. So anyway, um, my daughter, again, Charlotte, is, you know, fully invested in this. And so I was hearing about it all the time. And I guess today she knew it was going to be the end of the movie, right? So I was just going to tell you this morning what the text messages I received were. <laughs> so she has zoology first period of school, okay? And she told me when she left today, she was like, I can't wait to watch the end of this movie. Like, it's actually going to be really good. Like, I, I hope it's really good. I was like, yeah. So she's... I get a text message a little while ago. Oh, they're watching it in class. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like, so I gotta get, find out the name of this. What is the name of this? It says the first text came in and it's in all caps. And it says, No, the octopus's arm was bit off by a shark. And I was just like, <laughs> I said. I said, oh, no. And I did like crying face emoji. And she's like, mom, I'm actually like going to start crying. But wait, (laughs) don't they don't their limbs regenerate? Like, well, she she's still learning, Jeanette. Okay. Okay. She was like, this is so sad. Why are we watching this? (laughs) And then it got silent for a while. She didn't text for a minute. And then she goes. Okay, she's not dead though. We're good. And I said, She's got eight of them. <laughs> right. She said, Oh, she's starting to grow a new arm. <laughs> I said, Oh, good. <laughs> so she's in class texting you during this movie. <laughs> yes. So I just looked up like how long do octopus live? And it says the giant Pacific octopus lives three to five years. Common octopus live. One to two years. What? For some reason in my mind, I thought they were old. Like You were right. That they were like those crazy sea creature type stuff. That yeah. No, apparently not. Guess not. So Does anyone so ever, the, does she get to see this dance on, in the movie? Like the, the male octopus dance? No, I, no huh, I don't think so. Has anyone ever filmed it? Well, I don't know. Because, so... All that I had heard of before today 
was her talking about what they learned in class first, which is where she told me about the dance. Then they started watching the movie. And as of today, she had texted saying, you know, that the got in a fight with the shark and got her arm bitten off. And then so she started growing a new arm. And then again, it got quiet for a bit. I didn't get a text message. And then one message came through and said, babies were just born. Then the next message came in and said, RIP. And I wrote back and I was like, oh, she had her babies like that. And then she wrote back and said, she lost all her strength because the eggs took up all the love in her body. And she said she was watching over them while she slowly died. And so I sent back the Katniss Everdeen, you know, <laughs> sending the, the, she the signal. <laughs> sending the signal to Rue, like, yes, I feel that, you know, same girl. But, you know, first of all, bravo to her zoology teacher for making this interesting for her. Yeah. Um, Second of all, fun facts for the day, right? <laughs> About octopus, like who knew? And now you can share with a friend that you are well versed in all things. Well versed in octopus mating, like it's and it's unique. And you know, I've always heard of like bugs and stuff that do that. Like you know that like um, in there like certain bugs that mate and die or well I know like the praying mantis once the male mates with her she bites his head off and kills him well yeah and that's maybe a little different (laughs) (laughs) but I mean this is interesting Thanksgiving conference what you're doing is giving people things to bring up to start conversations at the Thanksgiving table here's the thing you you avoid religion politics instead talk about octopus have okay. everyone crying and be thankful right. that we just don't die when our eggs are hatched. Talk about some octopus mating. It's fun while you're passing mashed potatoes and stuff. Like just, just sharing, you know, just helping you out. That's what we're here for. So I just thought it was beautiful. I just thought that was just so interesting. And, you know, and then the fact that my own 16 year old daughter was coming home, excited to tell me about this. <laughs> Blows my mind. I'm intrigued. I mean, now I'm going to go down an octopus rabbit hole. Like, I'm just looking for things. I know. I find myself, like, Googling this stuff now. Again, like I said, first to make sure she was actually paying attention. But second of all, like, what? There's crazy stuff here. Like an octopus mating dance. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's... It's bound to be out there somewhere. I've never. Oh, that it is out there. There's many. Oh, see, I'm sure. They call because it because they're probably on tour. Special sex arm. Oh, <laughs> that's what it is. Like it's a like one of the eight. Ah, uh, maybe. Hmm. Okay. So maybe maybe one of their eight is designated as the sex arm. I don't know. I don't know. See, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. What if the boy boy octopus gang is all like sitting around talking and and one guy's like, yo, which one's yours? And he's like, oh, number six, you know, and the other guy's like, no, man, I'm number four, you know, and like 
you know, like comparing arms, like sex arms. Yeah, it says they have a specially modified arm that's used. It looks like one of the eight. That's what they stab her with. Yeah. They take the sack and stab her. Yes. Which just seems inappropriate, but it's, I mean. (laughs) I mean, when you call it stabbing her with, like, just, you chose me, now let me stab you and go die. Right. I'm just going to, yeah, stick it in there. Huh. But, yeah, like, I don't. I don't know. It, you know, I choose to just focus more on the 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 beautiful part. You know, man does his part, dies. Woman stays and labors over this and is so exhausted, doesn't even eat because she doesn't want predators to get her babies. That's right. Then leaves the babies after they're healthy and hatched, and then draws predators away one last time. By finally leaving the nest for the first time. And dies. Doesn't even care if she's eaten or if she dies of exhaustion. That's just her role. That is her goal in life. And it's crazy. Glad I'm not an octopus. So. Yeah. I'm not seeing a lot of dancing. I'm just seeing the mating. I don't know. They show the mating a lot. It's like the selection. It's got to be like selection show, like the draft or something. Dancing with the octopus. (laughs) So, I mean, again, going down a rabbit hole, but what happens if a female chooses the same male? Or is there some pheromone that they let off that they said? I don't know. Maybe there's some unspoken rule, you know, like. Was one of them like, crap, I'm getting the worst dancer of all. I mean, first come, first serve or something. Great. I got left with the one on the end. Yeah. (laughs) The one who couldn't get the steps quite right. Fine. I'll have your office, yes, baby. Whatever. Just stab me and go die. <laughs> I'm going to raise my babies like we, to dance. <laughs> it's, it's not like we have to hang out or anything. Okay. Right. Like just do the thing and go die. Do <laughs> I should have spent somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's like magic mic for octopus. It's the, it's the Chippendales of octopus. We can only hope. All the girls have their eye on the one. It's who gets to him first. (laughs) Who's he stabbed first? Jeez. Hey, you know who got stabbed recently? Sad and intriguing all at the same time. (laughs) It is. It is. There's so many layers to octopus life. (coughs) And we didn't even know it. Hey, you know who who got stabbed with a baby recently too? Who? Um, Suki Waterhouse. She's pregnant with Robert Pattinson's baby. What? Yes, they just announced it yesterday. She's going to have a little Twilight baby. Is is she Bradley Cooper's ex? No. Um, she's from Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, but wasn't she with like? I don't know if it was Bradley Cooper, Adam Levine. She was with somebody famous. Um, Besides Robert Pattinson. Let's find out. Suki Waterhouse dated Miles Kane and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. And Diego Luna. Oh. Yeah. I don't even know who those guys are, but she knows them. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, she's having his baby well congratulations um, to them 
Yeah, good for them. Um, and in other weird news, this is my okay. So, yeah, I said we're talking about love. This I don't know if is is love, but it does fall into weird, which was like the octopus story. Um, but this is my random news for the day. Um, my other random news for the day. You know how on um, Summer House, mm-hmm. on Bravo, for those of you that don't watch, uh, Lindsay and Carl mm-hmm. have called off the wedding. Carl yeah. canceled the wedding shortly beforehand, and this past weekend was when they were supposed to actually be getting married. And Carl canceled the wedding. They said it was for ratings. He did it like on camera and caught Lindsay off guard and yada, yada, whatever. Um, Carl's gone into hiding. Lindsay's out partying, whatever. Um, Did you know that she set up a date for her wedding weekend, quote, wedding weekend, um, so that she could keep her mind and she started dating someone that weekend? That's weird. You know who it is? Who is it? Do you ever watch Real World or Road Rules mm-hmm. or The Challenge? Yeah. Um, Johnny Bananas? It's not. I was going to ask her if Johnny Bananas. Because I just don't see her dating anybody random from those shows. It's got to be somebody who's pretty famous. It's Johnny Bananas. It's Johnny Bananas? And let me tell you this. For some reason, I buy it. Like, I think well, yeah. those two could actually be like he's not going to take her crap and and I don't think she and she's not going to take his I yeah I think they could actually be like real deal good I don't know they'd be entertaining that's for sure yeah yeah they're like the same person yeah so yeah so Lindsay Hubbard Johnny Bananas hanging out on her wedding weekend, canoodling, holding hands, hanging out in Nashville, whatever. Um, I mean, you do you, Lindsay, but I just thought that was like crazy. Yeah. If, if, Everybody's if always I, I was Nashville. When I go to Nashville, I see no one. <laughs> and But they're always there. Everybody's there. Right. Like, apparently... Every story I read these days, it's like the couple was in Nashville or so-and-so's bought a house in Nashville. And I'm like, who's in Nashville? Like barely everybody. I look when I'm there and I see no one. Yeah. You're not hanging out at the Bluebird long enough, I guess. I guess. I don't know. So that was random. Um, And then again, moving on, we're just fast paced because we're going to get to our, our main topic here in just a second. We didn't touch on this last time because it was still fresh. It was still new. It was still kind of like, "Mm, is this real or not? But, and we don't have to dwell on it because it's been like, it's like a dead horse right now. Um, But quickly, your thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and those worlds colliding of the Chick Chat universe and the football universe. Like this is up our alley. It is. What 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 are your thoughts on the validity of it, the the showcasing of it? Just just give me your thoughts. Um, 
at first I wasn't bothered. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, whatever. Um, now I'm kind of annoyed by it. And I think I've become annoyed by it quicker than I've become annoyed by other couples like this. Here's my thing that I'm trying to figure out. Like, if you look at the women that Travis Kelsey has dated in the past, completely different type of women, right? Yep. Instagram models, they've been this. Maybe he's looking for a different type, right? Sure. But I almost wonder if a joke didn't turn into something somebody took seriously. Because this all started when he was at her concert in, in Kansas City and they had those bracelets and he said, I made her a bracelet with my phone number on it and they wouldn't give it to her or whatever. And he, to me, I felt like he was joking. It was just kind of right. like, and I wonder if somebody didn't take that and run with it and then facilitated a meeting between the two. And then he was like, oh crap, I'm in this thing with Taylor Swift. I think maybe they feel each other a little bit now. I mean, I'm not saying it's not real now, but I wonder if it's one of those things that turned out and turned into I wasn't actually trying to meet and hang out with Taylor, Taylor Swift. I was just kind of being funny, making a joke. And now I'm in this full on relationship with her. And I stuck because the Swifty universe is huge. And like now Brittany Mahomes is getting to hang out with her, which I, that I think is what's troubling me. Like not a Mahomes fan at all. Um, right. And I feel like it's getting to be a lot. And I yeah. heard on the radio this morning as I was driving my kids to school, you know, they were doing their Hollywood gossip that they've actually been dating since September. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. That makes sense. But I feel like they're into each other, but I feel like Taylor is like advertising this relationship a lot more than she's advertised some of her others that it just feels really PR to me. Okay. So Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. And it's probably pretty unpopular opinion. And I'm going to make sure my kids don't listen to this episode. Not that my kids listen to this episode, these, these shows anyway, but this is definitely an unpopular opinion out there. First of all, Travis Kelsey gives me the willies. There's something about him that is uncomfortable to me. Um, I agree with that. I, I, he's phenomenal football player. I mean, I, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. Yes, he's talented. He's a fantastic athlete. I 100% get that. Something about his like clothes and his personality and the way he like talks is it, it something is something's something rubs me wrong. I don't know what it is, and I can't pinpoint it. But because he's the only one in his family who talks like that. There's, I mean, yeah, and, I mean, and I'm not saying siblings can't be different, but it's like, I don't know about that like, I'll watch, I'll watch clips of the podcast that he and his brother do. And I, I do enjoy when they get into a banter. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Like that they're brothers and they pick and they, you know, it's great. Right. Like I'm down for that. But when it's just Travis, like there's just something about it. Like there's something showboaty that I don't like about him. Okay. And, and so anyway, whatever it is, each their own, he gives me the willies. Okay. Then Taylor, 
Okay. I I my my girls like Taylor Swift. Like they do. They're teenage girls. Like they just do. And I'm fine with that. It is not in my generation age group to be a Swifty, if you will. Um, are some of her songs good? Sure. Can I sing a lot of them? Sure. Do I think, you know, when everybody talks about how Taylor writes these songs about her boyfriend, you know, at that time, and like we can pinpoint who she's singing about, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Joe Jonas, whatever, right? And and everybody talks about like these heartbreak and, and you know, how these guys did her wrong. And so she writes a song about him and all that stuff. Everybody but uh, Taylor Lautner, right? Mm-hmm. I have tried to teach my girls in our house that to me, it appears that Taylor is the common denominator in this. And so Taylor seems to be the problem in these relationships. So let's not take everything that she sings about at face value about how relationships are, right? Right. And she's just making money hand over fist and that's fine. But let's not roast everything based off of these songs because, you know, she's just a girl out there and she's blazing through a bunch of guys and so be it, whatever. Um, So I think Taylor is a girl who likes to be in a relationship. I think Taylor's a girl who likes to have a boyfriend at any time. And I think she enjoys enjoys that. And, and, and it's very obvious. And, you know, she knows that Travis is showboaty enough, you know, he's not Joe or, you know, Joe Allen or whatever that guy's name was that she dated for seven years, who was very kind of private and simple and stuff like that. Um, and not publicly out there, at least together with her a lot that, um, you know, this guy's dancing in the end zone and wearing crazy outfits and doing commercials and podcasts and dancing everywhere and holding her hand and stuff. So yeah, she's going to lay into that and run off the stage and kiss him on camera and be excited about it because look at me, like we're both showboaty. Like we both can show off and do this and nobody thinks any different of it. Instead, everybody thinks we're in game. You know, like, right. Like they've been together a few months. How are they getting married already? Yeah. And oh, right after she was in a, that was my issue. I think like she just ended this six or seven year relationship and a month later, she's diving right back into a new one. Oh, but she already dated Matt Healy in between. That's right. She did like very soon after. Yeah. I agree with you. Like are being alone, not a thing, or I would love to see a Taylor Swift album where she has nobody to write about because she's already written everything like to me it's also her like can you write are you capable of writing a song that's not about an ex or that's not about a current boyfriend because that's been her thing from the beginning like her first song was a song that she wrote about her first boyfriend yeah i mean that's her appeal like Everyone wants to guess who the song is about. She loves to drop hints in it. 
can you write a song just about love and not be your love? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is, does she look at guys to be her muse? Right. And to be like, are you evaluating the relationship all along the way? And as you're going to bed at night, you're writing in your diary, possible lyrics for your next song. Right. Based off of right. what happened that day or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, she's, she's changing lyrics in her concerts to sing about this guy. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, Jeanette, I'm, I, somebody on, I saw like a clip from, I guess it was, I mean, it was on Instagram or something, but it was a clip from a, uh, one of those talk shows, like the talk or the view or something like that, Mm -hmm. where they were like, guess it. Like they were calling it. They were like, go ahead and mark my words. Like this pair will get engaged and get married. Like they were calling it saying that Travis and Taylor, this is that they're not saying they're going to stay married forever and all this stuff or even go through with it really. But like, this is the pairing that I think everybody was like looking for. Meaning her PR people, his PR people, they are both at the top of their game right now. They're both, like I said, publicly loved and like out there he's just coming off the whole where he became the height of fame where he was playing his brother in the super bowl Mm -hmm. right like i mean obviously people knew who travis kelsey was before that but like when they kind of came into it big time was the whole mama kelsey thing and you know, yeah. brothers playing each other and they started their podcast. And people they outside of football people. started to know who he was. Exactly. Yeah. They got commercials and different things like that. So he rose to that. Then he's, you know, this power duo on his team. And and then she's at the Eras tour. They're, they're both in it right now. And, you know, she's going to be wrapping up the tour. Football season's going to be over. They're going to go on some lavish vacation together. Like, you're going to see it, yeah. right? And so everybody's like, yeah, they're just right in each other's wheelhouse right now. And I could totally see it as like a, I don't want to say a PR move, but I think PR people would be drooling the entire time. Yeah. And it's, it's like they don't have to worry about each other's press, if you will, yeah. because they're both they're both used to it and eating it up. And Either you, they're both they're both on camera or they're both not. Like they're fine. Yeah, and you nailed it. They both love the limelight. Like they both they love, love being it. the center of attention. Yeah. I mean, if this is real and it's and that's just, and this it's end game for both of them, then happy for them. Hope it works. Sure. Hope it lasts. But this is one of those relationships where I feel like it's just been shoved down our throats so much so fast. Like I'm watching a football game now with my husband and I'm watching Taylor Swift just as much as I'm watching the game on the field. All it is. I'm like, it's all it is. But or like, I'm here to talk about, about where she is and why she isn't there. If, if it's the chiefs play. Like, look at, look at these people that she's dated in the past. Okay. So, okay. I can't really count Joe Jonas because he's like a, boy band and that was like her first sort of you know like I mean they were super super young yeah but okay a a Jake Gyllenhaal Taylor Lautner um John Mayer um huh John John Mayer. Mayer um 
the seven year guy, Joe Joe Alwyn. Yeah. Joe Alwyn and Maddie Healy, even for a hot second. Okay. None of those guys, and those are just the five that I've named. Like, I don't even know if there might be more, but just those five, they all almost fit into a very kind of more quiet mode. Yeah. All of them do. Even the famous guys like a John Mayer and Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff. They're not flashy. They're not, they're not dancing in an end zone. Right. They're not standing backstage waving to the crowd before Taylor even shows up. And so maybe that's what she's looking for. Maybe that's what she's been missing. Maybe, maybe she's like, Hey, that that didn't fly for me. I need somebody who's going to walk out into that crowd, wave to the fans, let the cameras take pictures and let's go. Yeah. So if that's the case, then good for them. But I'm like you, I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to watch the NFL, then I need the NFL to not dip their toes into my Taylor pool. Like I don't, I don't, again, the box, the rest of the whole game, like who's in the box with her? Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like I, I thought it was like hilarious. Uh, did you see the image of Lance Bass at one of the games? Oh yeah, when he said not Taylor Swift. To him in the box and he's got a sign that says not Taylor Swift, but he's just sort of waving like, hey, you know, like, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, you, you know, these people feel like that now. They're like, oh, sorry to disappoint you. It's just me. Here I am. I'm just in the box because I like football <laughs> cheering on my team, you know. So anyway, good for them. Maybe they're in love. Maybe that's the topic of the show. I don't know. <laughs> but we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, you know. Maybe I mean, we'll, if predictions maybe, are, are true, we might not have to wait long to see. I was about to say, we might, either we're going to get a wedding or we're going to get another really good album after a breakup, right? right? Like, yeah. who knows? Or both. Hey, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> we're going to get a wedding. We're going to get an album <laughs> about the wedding. And Could be a whole together, new Taylor, if they right? don't, then we'll get one about the breakup too. Crazy. I was made good Crazy. be good a two for one. Oh gosh. My kids are being heaven. Goodness. All right. Well, okay. Here's um just the last little thing I wanted to touch on. In in wrapping up my love topic, if you will. Um, I love People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issue every year. Every right? year. Yes. Every year. This year, it was announced that the 2023 Sexiest Man Alive is Patrick Dempsey. Yay. Applause, applause, applause. Applause. <laughs> totally fine with this. I'm totally fine with this. I am completely fine with it. I agree. No, 100%. no objections from my end. I'm going to say I was a little shocked because he's kind of not been. Usually they pick someone who's doing something. Correct. Something who someone who's in the headlines pretty much or has been recently. This came as a shock to me because I was like, oh, McDreamy, where have you been? Where have you been? And welcome back. Welcome back. Please make let this mean that you're doing something soon. I know. Because I miss you. Could be. (laughs) So I've enjoyed him getting his little intro back into our lives. Yes. It's been nice to see him in his salt and pepper hair, which I just love, adore. Love, love. He looks 
fantastic. He's in great shape. He was, he was, he was very humbled by it, but he's been very funny about accepting this as well, because he said, you know, his, he's always been a bridesmaid. He's been on the list many, many times in the magazine for years, but he's never won the cover. And so it's about time. So bravo to people magazine for getting it right. Um, they usually do, but this, this one, I really do agree with again. Um, you know, people can see who all the, there's a lot of the usual suspects in there, but I did want to recap real quick. The reader's choice um, ones that they ask every year. I'm not sure if you saw any of these or not, but they do the reader's choice poll results um, that have been released and they, they ask a couple of topics and they give you people to choose from. So they have like four already that they choose from. Um, So number one was sexiest TV star. And this is where the pretty current stuff comes into play. Right. Um, and the winner was James Marsden. So okay. he he kind of was making his comeback with the whole jury duty. Oh, jury duty. Show. Okay. Yeah. I like that show. Um, yeah. I do too. It's hilarious on Prime if anybody hasn't watched it. Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Okay. Um, Will Sharp from White Lotus and Quincy Isaiah of Winning Time were all on the list. Um, but the jury duty winner won. Sexiest blockbuster star. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. All right. Going <laughs> to go with that. That's fine. Um, also on that list were Keanu Reeves um, from John Wick 4, Michael B. Jordan and uh, from Creed 3, and Jillian uh, Murphy from Oppenheimer. Um, but Chris Hemsworth is doing Extraction 2, the movie. Okay. Sure. Sexiest athlete, want want Travis Kelsey won. Yeah, um, he was up against Lewis Hamilton, Joe Burrow, and Shoei Otani. Um, but it says that the Kansas City Chiefs star got a last minute boost in the votes. Wonder why. Sexiest musician, that would be Harry Styles, okay. pre-head shaving. Okay. Shaved his head? He shaved his head the other day, Jeanette. Did you not see the pictures? I have not seen the pictures, no. Yeah, you take I, a day off work and you're just listen, out of the loop. I stay off of things. You need to check that out. He did release some pictures. So people lost their minds over it, but it's not horrible. And it's just hair. Relax. It's still hairy. Um, the guys in that category were, um, of course, Harry Styles, Tim McGraw, Bad Bunny, and Future. Okay. Bad Bunny's pretty cute when he smiles, but. Okay. This one I might have some beef with, but sexiest morning show host. Okay. Who do you think won? Like new shows? Morning shows. I, okay. So I think that guy from Morning Joe, Willie McGill, Willie Geist. No. Um, if you're going to say, is it George Stephanopoulos? <laughs> He's one of the okay. options. Okay. It's not my All right. Hand, the right? options are 
Your options are Craig Melvin from the Today Show. Oh, okay. I forgot about Craig. George Stephanopoulos from Good Morning America. Um, um, Mark Consuelos from Live with Kelly and Mark. I Mark. Okay. And CBS This Morning's Nate Burleson. Do I know Nate? Glasses, goatee, big smile, handsome, okay. of course. I forgot about um, a list, but I like that list. Mark Consuelos was the winner. Uh, yeah. It's kind of He's weird putting handsome. him up against like Craig Melvin and George Stephanopoulos, but whatever. Um, I have a little beef with Mark. Yes, he's handsome. I get it. But again, he's like on the Travis Kelsey spectrum for me. He gives me the willies just what? a little bit. I think it's a little too much for me. No. A little too much. Him and Kelly. Maybe it's just when he's maybe with Kelly. Maybe it's Kelly. I don't know. She's it might be Kelly. It might be Kelly. Okay. I could get behind that. Okay. But I just never see him without her. Like, I feel like she's, maybe she's. Maybe she's the octopus. Like she's sucking on him a lot. Sometimes, right? yeah. <laughs> she's she's on him a lot. Okay. Here's a good one. Sexiest grandpa. Oh. Hmm. Um, hmm. Kurt Russell, Al Roker, Michael Douglas, and Pierce Brosnan. Oh, you got to go with Kurt Douglas, right? No. Not according to the readers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I would probably go with. Oh, wait. You said Kirk Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That's what I meant. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Michael Douglas, Kurt Russell. Yes. That's what I meant. Kurt Russell. No. I would go with Kurt Russell. Okay. Um, but the the readers went with Pierce Brosnan, which I can, okay. I can get behind that too. He was my number two. I can get behind that as well. Um, and, and they have photos of them, which with grandkids, which is just stinking adorable. So, um, he's a grandpa of four and he loves being a grandparent just so you know. Um, and people magazine got all cheeky and said no word on whether his grandkids prefer their bottles shaken or stirred. Okay. (laughs) Come on now. All right. This one. Hmm. Sexiest Pedro Pascal. What? So which version of Pedro Pascal is your favorite? People magazine has got a thing for Pedro Pascal, by the way. Just I mean, like, how many versions are there? Like, are you talking about the narco? There's the narcos Pedro, the last of us Pedro, Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian Pedro, and the dog dad Pedro. Okay, some of those I haven't seen. So yeah. Well, the Mandalorian, he wears a metal suit the whole time. You don't even know it's him. Narcos, you know, that's the one people probably like can at least recognize his face from. The Last of Us, that's sad. But then they're going to throw a picture of him on his bed without a shirt on holding his dog. So that one wins. That one wins. Everybody's (laughs) favorite is Dog Dad Pedro. Shocker. All right. And Sexiest Funny Guy. Um, That would be between Trevor Noah... John Mulaney, Hassan Minaj, and Seth Myers. Trevor Noah, yeah? Trevor Noah, for okay. sure. Yeah. That's hands down who I would pick anyway, but yeah. that's who the readers picked as well. And Sexiest Ken. Oh, geez. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't I mean, even know. Everyone goes with one. Ryan, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you pick? there was the other three kins. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean they're all going to be on there, but you're going to pick Ryan. I, I don't even. It's Ryan. Ryan is kin. That's it. And sexiest new dad. Um, the dad. choices were Tom Hiddleston, um, Brooks Kepka, Daniel Radcliffe, and Alexander Ludwig. And people chose Tom Hiddleston. Who Taylor Swift also dated, by the way. True. Who is also not very flashy and out in the public a lot. Just saying. Right. He's, I don't know about that. Sexiest TikTok star? I oh, don't know any of these I don't guys. know any of these people. But the guy they picked, I mean, yeah, sure, he's sexy. All of them are, whatever. They're all 12, it looks like. But, um, and then sexiest podcast host? Um, excuse us. Uh, yeah. Um, we're on the list. <laughs> Hello. Oh, it's all guys. Oh, Taylor okay. Lautner, uh, Dak Shepard, Nick Vile. Ugh, I was going to wonder Dom, if he was on there. Yeah. And Dom Gabriel. Dom Gabriel. I don't know that I know who that is. He hosts a show called Dom Meets World. Creative. Okay, so yeah. Um, Dak Shepard. So, yeah. mm, they went with Taylor Lautner. Well, of course they did. If people are voting, are voting for tra- for Travis, they're also going to vote for Taylor. So right? we knew where that vote was going. Everybody, it's like the the one good Taylor boyfriend, right? Right. Um, who's stuck with people named Taylor? Oddly enough, it's just weird. Poor thing, <laughs> it's just He's, weird. He just can't get away from it. Um, okay, so those were the reader's choice ones, which typically tend to be fairly true. I get it. They're usually the categories a little off the beaten path. But once again, People Magazine has come in strong and done the right thing. I applaud the Patrick Dempsey choice. Um, I, I thumbed through it a little bit in the grocery store line, not going to lie. Saw some good guys in there that, again, the... They do the firefighter on TV show. Like they have, you know, there's so many fire shows now. They pick like the best firefighters and then they had the sexy doctors and all this stuff. So there's a lot to look at in the magazine. So if you can find an an issue of it, definitely check it out. It's worth it. Um, But that is definitely something I love. So you see how I tied all that together? Good job. We had octopus love. We had new baby love, like twilight baby love. We had football, flashy, weirdo love. And then we had sexy people live vote, uh, live love. And, oh, and we had Lindsay Hubbard weird love. So bananas. Yes. All kinds of love talked about today on Chick Chat. It was a good one. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's what we do. And and you know what? I love you, Jeanette. And love happy you. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Well, it's it's been great. And you know what? Next episode, we're going to be getting ready for Christmas now. Oh, and I can't believe it. Time is flying by. 
Um, we typically try to do that episode a little bit earlier in the in the month. So hopefully we'll be talking to people pretty soon. Yeah. And we can talk about how you're probably already done with all your Christmas shopping. Not so yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yay. I Welcome was on it last year, not well. so much this year. I know. Welcome to the rest of us. This <laughs> is what we all do. Um, good to hear. But I've enjoyed this. And now we just sit back and wait and see who's going to fall in love next. And um, for everyone listening, we hope you have the best Thanksgiving. If you are not celebrating Thanksgiving to all of those outside of the United States, because we know we have some, um, we just hope you have a great Thursday that day. And otherwise, check out all the other shows over on The Mesh and see what else you can tune into. I bet they don't talk about octopus love over there. So Chick Chat probably going to be your favorite. But uh, you can find us on social media, on Instagram. You can email us at info at themesh.tv and let us know what you are thinking about or what you want us to talk about. But until next time, Jeanette, take it easy. Tell everybody hello. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.